Hello and welcome to another episode of the Single Eight Show. Your name is Michael Davis. Your name is Hannah Mills, y'all. What's yeah. up? I love that shirt. Explain yeah. the legacy of that T-shirt that no one can see because <laughs> this is an audio podcast. It's a trans heart and it's melting. <laughs> why is it, why is it melting? Because it's the most realistic representation of what it is to be trans. Yeah, a melted heart. Yeah. A sad melted heart. Yeah. What if it's so hot with passion that it's melting? That's good, yeah. Use, right? Yeah. yeah. It still works with the most realistic representation. I bought that shirt for you at a hot topic in Roanoke, Virginia during a trip on the East Coast once. So I was really proud that I found that shirt. Yeah. And uh, I'm proud that it still fits you. Because I am tiny and I can still wear clothes that I could wear when I was in elementary school. Yeah, well, I don't think that we're going to have much longer to enjoy that, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very cool. So today on the Single Age Show, I thought I would out myself a little bit. Yeah. But within doing that, um, we need... I need to throw some facts out real quick. One, I am the pastor of a reconciling congregation. Can you, can you explain to the view listeners real quick what a reconciling church is? A reconciling church recognize that everyone's a child of God no matter what. Everyone would made the way that they are. They can't be they can't be um, forced into it. Yes. We recognize and uh, accept and affirm all persons of all gender and sexual identities. Yes. Yes. I'm also an advocate for LGBTQIA plus movement. Am I not? You are. Some of those places that you and I have been proudly seen in advocacy is at the Boobash in San Diego, where that I was a part of the love line to hold back the Phelps kids. I have been to and supported work for the North County LGBTQ Resource Center. You, uh, the under, uh, under your guidance and yeah. your visioning, I have been a supporter of new ministries that care for LGBTQ IA plus children uh, within the South District of the California Pacific Conference of the United Methodist Church. So I I'm woke, y'all. Yes. Would you describe me as woke? Yes. Yes. With help here or there. With some help here or there. Yes. But I got one problem. And it's not that I have a problem with the phrasing I cannot get the phrasing out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. So this last week, there was uh, 
in different uh, focus groups, there was Pronoun Awareness Day. And different groups had it on different days. So I cannot give you a set day. But last week, multiple days by multiple advocacy groups acknowledged Pronoun Awareness and let's talk for a minute before I out myself on the can we, uh, on my problem. Can we can we talk about the importance of pronouns for a minute? Yes. Go ahead. So, so I'm gonna say it. I'm saying it the way that I want to say it. Sadly, we have to have a day. Sadly, we have to have a day to acknowledge that respect for other people that you may. Or may not hate saying agree with with it because it's not even a choice. So I hate saying it. Yeah. Agree with, but you still, we still need a day to say, hey, respect people. Yes. <laughs> That's what it is for. <laughs> now I want to share with you. I I got the uh, before I share my flaw. I got the ultimate respect from the ultimate person for my usage of pronouns. That person, professional wrestling legend Cole Cabana. I called in to a Cole Cabana podcast, and right now I'm pulling this off of my head, and I did not write it down. He had a podcast that's kind of like This American Life, but it's about people's stories about interactions with professional wrestling. And I wrote Cole, I called in to Cole Cabana and left a message. I think it's like a Fans Anonymous or Wrestling Fan Anonymous or something. I think it's Fan Anonymous. Yeah, but I called in about your first night out on the town. I remember that. I with remember your, that day. When you were full in your pronouns, we got fresh, sweet haircut. Yes. And as everyone knows, DWO Podcasting has a deep love for so Southern California Championship Wrestling, SoCal Pro Wrestling. And you and I at SoCal Pro Wrestling meeting such greats as Judiz, Ryan Kidd, um, Eddie Isla. Yes. Uh, the incredible Anthony Idol. We had this night that you were saturated in he, him pronouns. Yeah. And it just made your night. Yeah. I shared that story with Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana played it on his podcast and praised me for my willingness and ability to use the right pronouns. And in Colt Cabana's own words, how hard is it to just say one word if it makes someone else's day completely happy so i i am one with the pronoun force yes except for some damn reason i cannot say they them no you can't no you can say they them you cannot say non-binary for the life of you (laughs) but i can't say non-binary but when i'm talking about a non-binary person yeah. I tend I tend to use their vi- visual gender. All right, fix that phrase for me. You tend to use their um 
gender expression, and I'm gonna hit that up with someone gender expression doesn't have to match their gender identity. Okay, that's true. So, give me a definition. Define gender expression. Gender expression is like the clothes you you wear, and I'm even the pronouns that you use. Yeah. It's these outside things that appre- that express who you are inside. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, in two instances that I do this, okay? Yeah. I would say that these individuals actually dress semi-masculine. Okay? Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking about two individuals very specifically. I will not share their names. But I would express that they dress masculine, but they still, their facial fe- features yeah. present feminine. Yeah. But so is that, does that fit into your definition? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're not in the binary, so they yeah. can... Okay. Yeah. So, everyone can dread however they want to. Yeah. So. But when I'm talking um, about these people, these people, God, that sounded bad. These, these people, um, talking about these people. You are not allowed to do him anymore on the podcast. I know. Can you know how much it annoyed me? Sounded really bad. When I am sharing narratives about these dear friends, okay, did that sound better? A little bit. Okay. You're I, trying. I, I, I can't, I, I don't hit they them. And it's yeah. not that I don't, it's not that I have never, it's not that I can't say they them pronouns about a singular person. Because I do it all the time in the, in the active and the possessive. When I'm talking about a singular person and I say they went to the store, that's the active. Yeah. When I think, when I talk about the possessive, their book, their glasses, their gender pronouns. Yeah. I I nail it. But when I'm sitting down and I say, well, uh, Timmy, you know, she, she had a good day. I how uh, how how do I I can hit the Timmy, right? No problem. Yeah. Why is it that I why is it that I also mentally can't click over to the they them? Okay. So they did when I think the gap. The gap is because when you guys were growing up, you guys were okay, do growing me a favor. Uh, uh, do me a huge favor. Hang on. Yeah. Say you people. Because <laughs> no. it's just like I did accident. No. <laughs> okay. When <laughs> you guys were going up, your parents were teaching you stuff within the binary. You okay. weren't. You weren't taught to um, perceive outside of it. Yes. You were taught the fifties. <laughs> A little bit. Okay. A little bit better. Okay. I and, get, uh, I really get what you're saying right now. And now in present day, we're all 
And all, all the kids are teaching each other to not, to act pronouns and not assume anyone's gender. Yes. So, this is, that is a huge statement and I actually get it. So I want to, pre- I want to present a theorem and I want to see if you'll agree with it. Okay. Okay. Right now, we should view everyone as non non-binary even if they use they uh, if they use they them pronouns she her pronouns he him pronouns based on what you just shared with me we should view everyone as non-binary until that we understand their their pronoun narrative for an example you just said your words and this is helping me understand it i was taught binary terms a person yeah. was a guy or a girl. And that they were a guy and a girl based on physical appearance. Right? Right. So, if if I step out of the binary mindset, and I step into a mindset that everyone is non-binary, then it becomes a little bit easier to say, yes, Hunter Mills is he, him. And actually, yeah. you present he, him. Yeah. You're a very stunning, I, masculine, masculine young man. I use he, they, pronoun. Okay, I don't... I'm let's sorry. Don't, let's um, don't cut it that far. Uh, for the few yeah. listeners to understand, we actually stopped and recorded a, bar, a yeah. podcast because that... <laughs> because we, of my... Uh, we're we're going to break it down further, okay? Yeah. But if, if a FTM trans... Yeah. Yes. uses he, him pronouns. Yes. I have to have a non-binary mindset and perspective to to get that. Would you would you agree with that statement? Not really. Because that of. makes it binary. Yeah. You are adopting the binary mindset of a he, him if yeah. you exist with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But it's more like for me, it's such an open mindedness. I'm not even going to assume someone non-binary. Alright. It's the, the blanket term, they, them, their pronouns, or the, when you the, don't know anyone's gender. Yeah. They. Yes. It's like talking about a cat. Yes. But no, but you know what? Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, by do we gender sound, animals? Well, we gender animals. We masculinize dogs and yes. we feminize cats. Yes. And that's, that's that's living in a binary mindset, right? Yeah. Can I say one thing? People will correct you when you misgender their dog or their cat, but they won't do the same to a human. I disagree with you. I have seen... Some conservatives I, won't do the same to oh, a human. Oh, conservatives will yeah. rip you a new asshole and correct your pronouns if you do it wrong. What are you saying? Yeah, uh, to their cat, but not to a human. Okay. No. Oh, hell no. To the yeah. kids, too. Yeah. Yes, they will. I was at Target. Yeah. Cute, cute child. Pink shirt. Pink, pink shoes. Yeah. I said, oh, you have such a sweet little baby girl. That's a boy. 
Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. Some conservatives are fine with gender expression. Some aren't when it comes to come to what's underneath your pants. Okay, but there there's yeah. a difference. Yes. If if you if you have a penis, you're a boy. Yes. And that's they their will mindset. fight you and correct you all day long if you have a penis. Yes. If you have a vagina, you're a girl. And they will fight you and push back at you. See, so they do fight the gender narrative. No, they, but they fight them in the binary. Okay, that I can agree with. That's what I was that, getting that, at. That I can absolutely agree with. And they're not going to call a trans woman she, her pronoun. They're going to use he, him pronouns. Yes. Because conservatives live within the binary. And they want to keep it that way. But they can't live with that system. It's broken and it's been broken since it was created. Because transgender people and non-binary people have been around since forever. It is, this is not new. It's not yeah. new, but it's finally defined. Yes. Okay, so I got in an argument with somebody on Facebook the other day. It's like, all right, so can, the guy said, so can we agree that transgender people have only existed for about 15 years? And I wrote him back and I said, no, I cannot. The word transgender may have existed for 15 years, but we've always had uh, people that express their sexual identity outside of the norm. And we, and we called them different things. So I'm going to use offensive words for a minute. So forgive me. Okay? Okay. We use tranny or drag queen or cross-dresser. All right? But then there was finally has come along a word that is a positive narrative on what it is. So now the pushback comes back. Because everything exists when you have power. And the only time you have power is when you can use a negative narrative about something else. To call someone a drag queen or a cross-dresser gives the speaker the power and it holds the other person's being in the negative. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So this guy is like, can we agree that transgender has only been a thing for the last 15 years? I said, absolutely not. It's it's existed throughout time. We just finally have a positive narrative about it that you don't like. Yeah. So back to but why can't I why can't I say they? (laughs) Because I grew up in the in the binary understanding. Yes. Yeah. That's what your brain is naturally going to, as in my brain is naturally using they them because I'm like. Because you, ex- you have been raised outside of binary mindset. Yep. Who did that? Because I didn't teach you that. <laughs> How did you learn to exist outside of binary mindset? Rick Kane, friend at school. Yeah. Could, fun fact, it's like when you're um, LGBTQIA+, you have like a spider sense. To find other people that are LGBTQIA plus without them even telling you that they are. Yeah. You find them. Yep. 
I, I get that. Because you find your tribe. There's something that immediately becomes comfortable because you find your tribe. Yep. And uh, that's cool. But yeah, I've always, I may exist within a binary mindset, and I, I, I will agree with you on, on that narrative. But I, I also have grown into an advocacy of LGBTQIA plus friends. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know why when we talk about Tony, when Tony's not around, I just drop the, yeah, she is yeah. awesome. And I just, I don't know why. And by the way, everybody is getting mad at me because Tony's name is a masculine. I it's not. Uh, Tony's real name is also what I would call a non-binary name. Yeah. Yeah. But I I slip into the feminine. And then our other friend actually, actually has a feminine name, which actually makes it that much harder for me to, yeah. you know? Yeah. So... It, but I think that you've laid that out really well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is existing within a binary mindset that has me look at a feature and then apply a, a binary response to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's strong. That's strong. All right. Can we break into the second half let's of say, it? Let's break into the second half of it because we are going through your journey. And I want to talk about, recently, you have been dealing with uh, some knee pain. Yes. Uh, so, I experienced, knees mo- I, I experienced knee pain mostly in my left knee. Sometimes it's in the right. And sometimes it's at the same time, which I hate when it is. Yeah. So... So we went to the doctor to check it out, and the doctor was talking about your muscular development in your quads. Yes. And how that it was stressing and tendons in your knees. Yeah. Which kind of led me to ask, hey, does any of this have to do with the testosterone treatments? Because where I'm already learning that you get stronger when you use testosterone. Yep. And I'm Such also me jumping to five to ten to fifteen in like the experience of like flea mounts. From, from lifting weights, yeah. We yep. gotta get back out in the gym. Yeah. I've been you. I've been hard on my cardio. I've I've nailing my cardio. The weightlifting has slipped a little bit. We need to get back out in the garage. It's good that I did it in class yeah. on Tuesday, so So I had a question that the doctor couldn't answer. So you have your primary physician and then you have your endocrinologist. 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 So I asked your primary physician, hey, does this have anything to do with the testosterone? He said, you know what, I really don't know. You need to ask the endocrinologist about that. So we did. And he said, no, this is just normal normal pain but I still I wanted to push it a little bit more but I just didn't feel like it I said yeah. but is it still is this muscles developing differently because of the testosterone but that but he did reassure that this muscle growth is something that 
happens. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens. Surprisingly or not, everyone grows. I, like, I know that, but if you take steroids, you you grow differently than your body's ready for. Do you know? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And test yes, testosterone is not steroids, but it is a growth. It's something that is affecting your growth. Yeah. So I wanted to ask about it. Now the reason I wanted to bring this up is, hey, make sure friends that you're in a constant communication with your primary physician and your endocrinologist because if you're noticing any new aches and pains it's good to find out oh no that's common and it's also the fact that it's been happening since I was six not like not like now though yeah okay it's different now it's it's more intense and it's and it's longer and there's something new that's taking place in your life. Okay? Okay. So always make sure you check in. Make sure you're checking in with your doctor. Because all of the all you just want to know that everything's going the path that it should. And you can add and back off as needed. Because we're gonna talk about one of your growing points this week. Okay. Uh, we're gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you a question. Did you get? Did you notice, or did you get a growing point at your doctor's visit? He's adding more testosterone. Yeah. But he's. But he said that this is more of an adult level, and it's probably where you're gonna stay, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, so two, two point five ml is the regular adult level of testosterone. So, aka, this is probably where I'm going to stop growing and where being a teenager and having a lot of mood strings might start becoming more insane and it's that being my brain going, what is going on? I don't understand. I need to cry about it for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think so. that you still have some time that you're going to mature, though. Yeah. You're going to get a little taller, I think. Yeah. Let's yeah. hope. For right now, I'm going to say my height. I'm 4'11". I am one of the shortest people in my class. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm a strong gnome. <laughs> a strong gnome. I'm probably the size, if you know D&D, I'm probably the size of a tall half-elf. Okay. So, here, can I start calling you a half-elf? <laughs> yeah, because I'm literally, I'm, I'm probably literally the size of Orem in Critical Role. Okay. Uh, yeah, got Google Critical Role for further, for further study. Yeah. So, but I, I'm hoping that you get a little bit more height. Me too, but yeah. I'm not going to have my hopes up. About. Yeah. And I get happy this week is a positive. Is. Yeah, let's do our moments of personal betterment. We'll, we'll shut this down. What's your moment of personal betterment? But we're going to make cookies for everyone at church. And I got... um. And I got chosen to do a mental health 
playing up in LA for the school district. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. And yeah. I, I don't have the exact name about it. We'll talk about it when you do it. We'll make that a focus of of a single age show coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all I know is I feel seen by one of my teachers. Yeah. <laughs> like, have, have you caught how burnt out I am someday? Or, or also, too, yeah. maybe it's they see you as a strong person that can teach this and be an advocate at your school. Yeah. Also. Yeah. All right. Your moment of personal benefit. You can't hide from me. Um, I think it's going to be today when we're making cookies. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really good thing. Well, and yeah. I started listening to the Harley Quinn podcast on Spotify. Is it a story or is it a is it a podcast? It's a story. All right, I'll check it out. I I'll check that out too. Can I watch? Can I listen to the Red Alert one? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh yeah, Wendy Adams is in that one. I need to oh, watch Jenna it. Oh, Jenna Ortega. No, OZ Wendy. Oh. Um, from '90s film. From the '90s, not OG. Yeah. Uh, okay, Christina mm. Ricci's in it. Yeah, yeah. my. Your but, your OG. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a single eight show for this week. Your name is... Your name. Michael Davis. Your name is... Hannah Mill. Y'all have a great week. Woo.